Ladies and gentlemen, this is Fitness, Food, and Fucking with your experts, the Hind Sisters. Don't mess, don't mess, don't mess with the best, cause the best don't mess, don't fool, don't fool, don't fool with the cool, cause cool don't fool from the east to the west. A squared is the best, we're gonna be E-A-T, beat em, beat em, B-U-S-T, buzz not in em, beat em, bust em, that's our custom, come on A squared, readjust em. <laughs> Hey, I'm Homa. Hey, I'm Robin. We're going to tell you where to eat, what to eat, and how to look fucking hot doing it. Wait, what's the fucking part? What to eat, dude. (laughs) Got it. Listener discretion advised. Content in this podcast may not be suitable for persons under the age of 18. The following podcast contains views, opinions, thoughts, and statements that will most likely offend your parents, family, teachers, employers, and anyone else deemed close to you. All content created in this podcast and on related websites was created for entertainment purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for a professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Consuming food made with our recipes may cause stomach discomfort and or laxative effect. As always, listen responsibly. I'm so proud of my sister. If I, I'm probably going to make her cry right now. But during a pandemic, as a fitness... There is a fucking pandemic going on right now. <laughs> I'm interrupting because one of my clients was like, how long do you think this is going on? And I was like, we're not going back to life until like at least September of next year. And the question is not how long is this going on? It's how risky are you willing to get? <laughs> Like indoor dining might be happening, but do you want to go sit in a freaking restaurant with a bunch of people coughing on you? But what I was saying is that I'm very proud of my sister because she's continuing to work and train people during this pandemic. And she just got a new fucking client. Like uh, that's fucking hard. Yes. And she's not, I'm talking about an in-person, socially distant client. Yes. But yeah, she just it's got true. a new client who I hear is like the most powerful lesbian in the world. <laughs> she's pretty, she's a power lesbian for sure. I get all the power lesbians. I mean, look at you. You're fucking, you are a power lesbian. I don't know. I feel, are we going to talk about that right now? I feel like I'm not a power lesbian, but I definitely, my very first, one of my very first clients. Power bisexual? No. Power, I think what the term is pansexual. Are you a power panty? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm a power panty. Uh, One of my very first clients was a super powerful lesbian. And she worked for, she was my lesbian a long time ago. Um, No, she was my client a long time ago. She worked for NBC and she was a badass bitch. Wait, was she like between your legs or like... Many of the lesbians in my life are my clients. Yeah, how many of them are your clients plus a little extra? <laughs> Fuck off. I've only had one client lesbian plus a little extra. And the other client... We call that one and a half extra. <laughs> the other half was a man and he wasn't my client, but I was trying to pick him up to be my client. I feel you. But like training women is a lot different than training men. Yes, yes. Like women want to fuck shit up. I love working with women because one... They're humble as fuck. <laughs> as I just said, women want to fuck no, shit up. No, but women but- are amazing. Women do fuck shit up. Women are humble and they don't realize like that we actually have as much strength, if not more, than men. Oh, like, she said it. Oh, <laughs> motherfuckers. No, so I'll be working with a woman and I'm like, come on, do the pull up. And she's like, I can't do it. And I'm like, yes, you can. I got you. Come on, do the pull up. I'm going to help you. She's like, I can't do it. And I'm like, yeah, get out there, do the damn pull up. And 
And then like we help each other do pull-ups, which is another great thing about women is that we help each other. We do help each other. And then they're like, oh my God, I can do a pull-up. I didn't know how strong I was. Motherfucking yeah. And I'm like, motherfucking yeah. Seriously, who needs man during apocalypse? Like, right? right? What's her name? The hot chick the with the from Terminator? Nope. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Someone call I know you're talking about her. (laughs) Come on. I can't remember her name. We'll come back to it. Oh, we'll come back to it. (laughs) Oh, it's killing me. All the people are shouting right now. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, someone referred to me as her this week. And I was What a big compliment. I was like, yeah, motherfuckers. Anyway, so women don't know their strength and they do it and they're really, really strong. Whereas men are like, yeah, I'm going to fuck shit up. I'm going to do shit by myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to lift all the weight as possible. Watch how long I can do this. Watch how much I can lift. Watch how many pull-ups I can do. And then I had a client, a client, a male client text me on Monday. And he was like, yeah, so I went to bench 205 pounds by myself. And I didn't put the bumpers up. The bumpers, by the way, are the things that you put in the squat rack when you're bench pressing so that if no one's there and you can't lift the weight, it catches the weight for you. It's like a self-spotter. Yeah, it's like a self-spotter. So this guy that I used to work with was like, yeah, I went to bench 205, and I got up, I was doing going for five to finish up my set, and I got up a three, and then, oh, no, oh, four, and I forgot to put up things. So instead of dumping the weight to the side of his body, he panicked, and he let it come down on his sternum, and then he rolled 205 pounds down his body <laughs> until he could sit up. And I was like, dude, why didn't you just dump the weight to the side? And he was like, I guess I panicked. <laughs> so a huge thing working with men over women is that women have humility. Yes. Men have small dicks that they just want to swing around like, Wop, wop, wop. <laughs> but you don't got it. Neither do I, because I'm old. <laughs> I'm dried uh, up. Yeah, right. but I want to work with women. I love to train women. I want to hire women. Wait, I wait, wait, cook wait. For I want to give a shout out to mom real quick because what you just said, like I, I got back to work recently and mom has been saying, she's like, listen, do you remember the two rules? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Keep low and keep moving and never let them know you think they're stupid. <laughs> Well, our feminism just ramped up on this episode here. Don't worry, my sister's not a lesbian and neither am I, but we sure do like them. But seriously, we love... I had today, so my new client, I worked with my new client today who works in the entertainment industry and her- You go girl. (laughs) And and she's huge. And her sweetheart was home from set. Her sweetheart also works in the entertainment industry. You go girl. (laughs) And this is like women for you. My client, the one who I'm actually working with, was doing an exercise and her sweetheart was like, yeah, baby, come on, baby. That's such a turn on. You're such a stud. Come on, baby. That's so sexy right now. And we're, because we're not in a gym, clearly, because coronavirus, we're out in public. And this woman's, my client's sweetheart is just like all over supporting her and what's like boosting her up and making her feel sexy. And literally at one point, like was so proud of her sweetheart that she jumped on her and started like kissing her. And she was like, oh my God, you're so hot right now. And I'm like, yeah, my client's about to get some right here in public in front of me. Fuck yeah. Women on top, baby. Women on top. Fuck yeah. We like to see women on top as Homo was trying to say before. 
We love women who are in charge. We love to cook for women. We love women who are humble but love to work out. We want to hire women. We would love to have some more women on this show. We love women. Woman up. Makes me want some seafood. (laughs) Do you know that in terms of people going trans, more people are transitioning to women than men? Yeah, I feel like life would just be easier and we don't need... All right, I made that statistic up. I cannot be... (laughs) Did you really? I totally made that up, but I feel... awesome! (laughs) That was fucking great. There is a comic book called Why the Last Man, and it's about the one last man and his man monkey left on the face of the earth, and (laughs) women kind of end up ruling the world, and I feel like, you know what? It'd be okay. This didn't just become a feminist podcast, I swear, because I still like to insert dick in places. I like dick, I think. (laughs) Sometimes I think not. And I do like men and I love men. So, you know, this is not, we're we're not, we're just saying women are better. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. We like men. We like to use you for sex. But in all honesty, women are just better for everything because you don't actually need a dick. Right, exactly. So it makes me think of what? Sushi. Right? (laughs) Sorry, I'm so hungry and I am craving for some reason. I'm craving sushi and seafood all the time time, right now. So maybe you can help me out here because like I'm sick of waking up at two in the morning to go to the seafood market and I just want somebody to like cook me some damn good seafood. So last Friday, I went to Connie and Ted's with a woman and with two other <laughs> kick-ass women. Yeah. <laughs> so seafood and, like I like to say, seafood and pussy is two of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> is, you know, I remember when I thought pussy was a dirty word. I mean, I was going to call it seafood and bitches. So you that's did really horrible. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's even worse. I was sleeping with this woman and she was like, I never used to say pussy, but when you sleep, I don't know, when I sleep with women... And I feel like I might be the slightly more masculine one in the bed, which, holy shit, what am I even saying right now? That's not even true. I'm such a fucking pillow princess. (laughs) (laughs) But I always want to say like pussy because I feel like it works better than vagina or labia. I don't know. So do women... Like I don't text a woman and be like, I want to lick your labia. So I actually find it hotter. Like if a man's going down on me or fingering me or whatever... And he's like, oh, your pussy's so wet. If he said to me, oh, your vagina's so wet, I would not be as turned on. I don't know why. Yeah, it's the word. It's pussy. Pussy. Get that pussy. Get that pussy. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> uh, Connie and Ted's. Connie and Ted's, guys. Really great seafood place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I snorted. <laughs> By the way, it is not sober September. We are failing. I won't even tell you what day it is. Connie and Ted's is on Santa Monica Boulevard in WeHo. Oh. And I highly recommend you go there. They have really great raw bar. They also have Joe's Wicked Good Chowder. That Joe's Wicked Good Chowder. It's nice and creamy and delicious. So, like some pussy. <laughs> Just for all you West Coasters out there, Wicked is a Northern New England term, right? 
Oh, that's right. We don't. They don't say wicked out here. No, in they say they say hella in they Northern California. They say hella <laughs> in California, but on the East Coast, like Boston. Yeah, if you go to Boston, are you from Vermont or New Hampshire? Yeah, you from New England. You say things like, "Oh, that's wicked awesome, wicked good," and Robin says it in a Jersey or a Smash Long Island accent. <laughs> that's the only accent. What I can seafood do. do you miss the most from home? I know what you're going to say. Go oh, ahead, say come it. Come on, I'll say it in the in the Boston accent. I miss that lobster. I need some lobster in my life, and not the fucking lobster, <laughs> lobster, lobster. Don't give me that lobster with lobster with the no claws. No claws. <laughs> that's a fucking ripoff. If you give me the lobster with no claws, don't give me the lobster with the no claws it'll really piss me off but seriously i miss east coast lobster Lobster, man man. lobster so in montauk where we grew up it's a small fishing village which has now blown up into like this big resort town the hamptons we're going to the hamptons Hamptons for the weekend blah blah my parents have a house in the hamptons (laughs) i'm like did you go to montauk public school k through eight no you didn't shut the fuck up Whoa! <laughs> so in lo- in in lobster in Montauk, all the kids used to joke. We still joke. We were so poor that our parents couldn't afford chicken, so we had to grow up eating lobster. Seriously, and and by the way, that used to be the food that was served in prison a long time ago because it's like, it was cheap because it was cheap guys you guys lobster is like the cockroach of the sea it crawls <laughs> on the ground and all you order it for 42 dollars in a goddamn restaurant it comes with one of those pretty bibs and those wipe your handy wagging things which everyone has now because of coronavirus <laughs> yeah so we used to eat that five Four to five nights a week, lobster, right? And not on purpose. Like, not, not on purpose. purpose because my mom couldn't afford chicken, but she worked on the dock. So the fishermen would come in, they'd pull up the lobster pot, and they'd be like, here, insert my mom's name, here, take some lobster home to your children at like two, three dollars a pound. Yeah. So uh, we love chicken. You've heard about our pants off chicken. There's a reason for that, but we do love lobster. I got to say, when I first moved out to California. I got really, really homesick. So I called my mom and I was like, mom, the lobster out here doesn't have claws and I really miss home. And my mother walked down to the dock and she said, so-and-so, Robin really misses home and she can't get a fucking lobster out there with claws. And she shipped me a dozen lobster overnight. To California. Isn't that the nicest thing ever? Like, my mom's pretty amazing. (laughs) So I have this best friend who you guys have heard on one of our podcasts in the past. And she is a born and raised Manhattan girl. And so one year she had a really bad breakup. And I was like, hey, man, come to Montauk for the summer. You're going to make like 10 grand in three months easy. Easy. Work in the restaurant. Stay at my house. So she came out to Montauk. By the way, this was probably over 10 years ago and bitch hasn't left. Um, She came out to Montauk and she lived with us for a summer. And it was our first night that she was out there and we got lobster and bitch was in the shower taking a shower. And so I crept into the bathroom while she was in the shower and I put lobster in the shower with her. Live, live lobster, folks. Because let me all tell you motherfuckers a secret. Lobsters should be cooked alive. Yeah, no, seriously. So 
if you get a dead lobster at home, it's bad. You have to throw it out. There goes your $23 down in the garbage, motherfuckers. So anyway, if you ask this girl about like, how did you meet, meet Homa? One of the first three stories she will tell you <laughs> is the story of how I put lobster in the shower with her, some live motherfuckers, while she was naked in there. We were young women, and she screamed so loud, the whole neighborhood probably heard. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God, there's lobster. They're not even red. I just want to tell you all something. Lobsters don't turn red until you cook them. That's another fun fact. So now since we're on the subject of lobsters, I feel like we should go and give you guys a few more lobster fun facts. One Robin just said, lobsters aren't red until you cook them. They're more like a brownish, greenish, bluish, right? Yeah. In the ocean. Yeah, if you find a like strictly blue lobster. That's oh, actually a very rare lobster. Pretty so lobster. Keep it, but they all have that kind of bluish tint to it. Another fun fact about lobsters is that, according to scientists, they grow forever. Like, lobsters just keep growing and they shed their shell. So we had a huge lobster once. And when I say huge, I mean, this was like a 12-pound lobster. But apparently people have found lobsters that are 20 to 30 pounds. But those lobsters don't fit in a lobster trap. So no one, and plus, also, no one's going to steal a 20, 30-pound lobster from the ocean because no one is going to pay for that, guys. Lobster is like anywhere between 16 and 20-something dollars a pound. That's on the low end. Jesus, that's really good. If you guys are getting in for that, that's pretty amazing. Right, come on to my house. My house will come on. Just make sure you, actually, there's a picture on our Instagram. Head over to at Pine Sisters and check out me deep-throating a lobster. That claw is pretty big, but that's only like probably a six-pound lobster on there. That's like a pound and a no way, dude. Yes, way, dude. No you way, have dude. Robin has no fucking idea what you're she's crazy. Uh, <laughs> all right, here's another really fun fact about lobster that I didn't know: that the shells themselves used to be used to make golf balls because they're hard. I guess. Get it? Hard balls. <laughs> dicks are just getting replaced for everything nowadays. Yep. Don't right? need dicks. Just need some lobster just and some pussy. <laughs> All right, so maybe we should talk about how to cook them real quick because, again, people, you're putting the lobster in the pot live. So you bring a big pot of water to boil. Yes. If you want to put some seasoning in there, like a bay leaf or some Old Bay seasoning, you can do that. Yeah, zatarans is something people use. But you bring the water to a boil. Then you look at your lobster in the face and you say... Dear lobster, thank you for giving us your life to nourish our beautiful, strong bodies. And we really appreciate you and we love you. And we hope that you lived a good life. My panties are getting wet right now just thinking about this. Oh my and God, then the butter that goes you along kiss with this. The lobster, make sure that it has rubber bands on its claws, otherwise, it's going to rip your fucking face off. <laughs> and then you slowly drop it into the boiling water. And then you hear. Which is actually, unfortunately... That's a myth, guys. We would like to say the lobsters are screaming. (laughs) But they're not. It's just the air, like, getting pushed out of their shell. Right. So everybody says... So get over it. Lobsters can feel that pain. You're fine, man. They only feel it for, like, I don't know, two seconds. And then they're gone. And then they start cooking for you. Exactly. So for those of you who actually want to kill a lobster before you put it in the pot... You're ridiculous. Know. You're a ball sack. Grow up. Yeah, no, I'm not going to teach you how to stab a lobster through its skull. Doesn't that sound So those worse? are your choices. <laughs> you either get to put 
the live lobster in boiling water or you get to hold that fucker down, stab in its head and rip the knife down a little bit and then throw in the boiling water. Exactly. And we've said it before and we'll say it again. When you take your lobster out to eat it with all the buttery goodness, eat the fucking head. Eat the head, bitches. (laughs) So we do have some other fun facts about lobster. And that's one thing is that Female lobsters are fucking boss bitches. Yeah, boss bitches, lady lobsters. Why? Why? Well, first of all, the lady lobsters, they call the men to them when they want it. And they beckon them. And basically, the lady lobsters, they shed their shells like you would like a nice striptease. They shake it off their body. And then they waft out their pheromones. That's the sex smell. They waft it out into the ocean the public ocean and this sounds like, like homa by the way this is what i do i just like wave my legs a little bit and everything wafts out and they're like hey come on i'm ready come on so another fun fact about lobsters is that they tend to eat each other but when homa's out there wafting her lobster legs i'll around, take either you can eat me or fuck me whichever one you want insertion not not necessary right so little boy lobsters they actually usually choose choose to bone the homo lobsters instead of eat them. Instead of eat them. But the lady <laughs> lobsters, we don't know this for a fact, but there might be some pansexual lobsters out there. I believe it. Man. I know. I, I mean, know. I take a little bit of both. Same thing for me. And, <laughs> and how do the lady lobsters like to do it? Well, just like me, they like to lie on their back. <laughs> So they're doing it missionary style. Boring. It's not boring. Let me tell you. I do a lot of fun things it's on my back. It's not boring Like lie there and moan. All right. So after they do the deed, then they what happens? The so lady lobsters have a somewhat similar, but not exactly the same kind of gestation period as humans. No, they don't. So <laughs> six, they fuck. And then six to nine months after they fuck, the eggs roll out down to their tails. And they just, like, keep them on their tail? Right. And they hold them there. And then another six to nine months later, the eggs hatch. And those lucky bitches, unlike me, have 8,000 to 12,000 eggs. <laughs> you lucky if you have two oh to three Oh, my God. Left. I'll be lucky. I'm, like, hoping that I got seven. I need my fucking <laughs> eggs harvested. And then let me tell you, it costs a lot less for those lady lobsters to drop their eggs as well for them to fucking take that shit out of me. But the good news is, is that lady lobsters, they're not monogamous. They're swingers. They're getting hit up by all the boy lobsters. They have yeah. all these different baby daddy lobsters. All the, all those different eggs are different, different baby daddies. different baby daddy lobsters. Fuck, man. You know, I'm really, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, why can't a woman impregnate me? Physically. Yeah. I mean, so sometimes when I have sex with a woman that I'm really into, I get this like urge. I'm like, I want to fucking put a baby in you. Like, I really feel like that. Wow. That's got to be a hormonal thing. I don't have that feeling. It is a hormonal thing. It's fucking crazy. I mean, I have the hormonal thing. I guess Where you're it's like, just put like, a baby in me. Put a baby in me. Like, come inside me. Come inside me. No, and they're like looking would, at me like, no, this is a bad idea. I was enjoying some like sex with a woman that I that I really enjoy and she was on top of me and I was like oh my god let's make a baby <laughs> and I get so frustrated because I'm like why can't we just make a baby 
you know, I'm sure one day. Guys, well, why haven't we evolved so that we don't need weenies to make babies? Because you don't have sperm, my dear. I know, but you know, some frogs have evolved. Anybody watch Jurassic Park? So that <laughs> you don't need a male and a female frog. So why haven't humans evolved so that we don't, or mammals, so that we don't need a man and a woman to make a baby? I mean, like, let, we would be much more productive here. Women are on top, folks. Women yeah. are on top. Unless you're like me and you want to lie on your back. <laughs> and I'm fine with that because you know what I feel like? Make them come to you, make them do the work and make them come in you. But let me tell you something else. There is nothing more powerful. It's going to get a little, little, little graphic here, Robin. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't no, want to know. There's like nothing more powerful than when you're like on a woman and one leg is down and you're in between her legs and you're holding one leg up over your shoulder and you come like you're coming in her. Nope. I can't even <laughs> picture want to this. Go for the visual. Sorry, right I need to like go. So that's a really good sex position. Educate myself with some You could porn. do it with a dude. You could do it with your dude too. He is on his back and you're on top and you hold his leg up over. I'm I'm showing her. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> Our listeners can't see what's happening here. <laughs> I am showing Robin how to fuck a man. <laughs> <laughs> like that, a woman. <laughs> like a woman would do it. So their leg is down. You straddle them. So let's say their right leg is down. So your left leg is outside their body. Is there a penis inside me? Not yet. So then <laughs> you go up and over and you hold the weenie up and you put your right leg is under their left leg and their left leg is up over your shoulder. So you, you kind of hug their leg and then you can insert the penis. Who is this flexible? <laughs> <laughs> like this is hurting my hamstrings just thinking about this. But actually, hold on. If you want to make a baby so bad, boy or girl, boy or girl. I want a girl, like five girls. <laughs> okay, four. I don't want to scare anyone away. I'll be fine with two. I mean, do you know the struggle mom had? It was real. Hormones? I don't know. They're ruining my life. They're just like raging. Hormones are so strong, you guys. They're so strong. And if, you, if you're if you not in tune with yourself, then you don't realize how strong your hormones actually are. And it's because it's really hard out there right now. <laughs> like, Things are hard. Everything, like the world is hard. Also, if you're not voting soon, please, I am begging you, register to fucking vote, you guys. Don't be one of those people that's like, oh, I'm not voting because I'm not happy with Biden and I'll go out and say it. I don't give a fuck if you're not happy with Biden because things are really bad right now and you cannot give your vote to Donald Trump. I don't even like to say his name out loud. I don't know how to, I don't know how to convince you. You can write us in. Write us in. So I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about how the world is ending. Um, I don't know if anybody noticed, but everybody's getting coronavirus and California is literally burning down. Like, like my entire car is just covered in ash. So I sent one of my best friends on the East Coast, I sent her that video that came up on Instagram when there was a fire yeah, tornado. Yeah, I don't know if you have seen this, the fire tornado. But this is actually happening. Like this is extremely rare where there is a fire tornado. And I said to her, fucking apocalypse is here now. So Holman and I are going to read this text thread to you. And I said, fucking apocalypse here now. What the fuck? 
Tell me why you want to purchase land there again. Come home, bitch, and die of obesity and depression like the rest of us Americans. First of all, obesity has taken over my life at this point, so even if I wanted to run from the fires, I couldn't because I'm a tub of lard. Second of all, I literally hate everyone, so I need to be in the middle of nowhere, and California has me in golden handcuffs right now. Third of all, reading what I just wrote to you just checked off the depression box as well, so really, I'm good. Take me away, fire natos. I heard if you douse yourselves in buttermilk, you won't burn alive, but you will get a yeast infection. Why do you even know something like that? Yeast infection? Check, by the way. I made it up. Quit queefing in your thongs and maybe this won't happen again. Unfortunately, if I laugh or jump or cough nowadays, it looks like somebody sneezed in my underwear. And the last time somebody made something up like that, Clorox had to release a PSA that said, no, you should not actually drink bleach to combat coronavirus. I wish my panties suffered a sneeze. It's drier than California drought for me lately. (laughs) Weed does that. So does being over the age of 30. I buy lube over contact solution because it's less expensive and more important. Priorities. I didn't mean to send that. I don't drink lube, but I do need it. (laughs) It's okay. I thought you just sent a picture of you drinking vodka. I also need vodka. My freezer's empty. See? Priorities. I buy vodka over toilet paper. Well, this has been an informative conversation, and it's made me ready to drink. JK, I already was. Good news. I've been laughing so hard during this whole conversation. Bad news is my panties now look like somebody poached an egg in there. I should probably go see a doctor at some point. (laughs) Cheers, motherfucker, to literally the end of the world as we know it. And no, I don't feel fine. You know, it's been a little while, but this episode was intoxicated again by Gem and Bolt. Home is wasted. I might be slightly <laughs> intoxicated. Women on top. Wet ass pussy. Yeah. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fitness, Food, and Fucking. Stay wet, motherfuckers. Stay wet. And on top. I got it. You got it. Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. The unknown future rolls towards us. I face it for the first time with a sense of hope. Women on top. Wop, wop, wop. Women on top, top, top. <laughs> <laughs>